I just wanted to fit in. <sighs> Hello. Do you know, I honest to God, I'm like not tired, but for some reason, I just started to say, hello, welcome to the Type 5 podcast. Well, I paused for a moment because I was waiting for Andy to do it. (laughs) I forgot for a second where I was. Even though he just I think that's what's happening is I'm so, yeah, I think I'm so thrown off by by this whole thing. Yep. That is life, basically. That's That's okay. That's okay. We'll, uh. Scratch that. Um, welcome to the V Spot podcast, folks. Mm-hmm. This is our our normal. I don't want to say like our part cast. two. Yeah. <laughs> 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 this is our vegan-ish normal podcast cast, <laughs> and we'd like to start off the way that we normally do, which is rambling like garbage. idiots. <laughs> we are the never silent hosts. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, oh, that's fun. <laughs> you know, I don't care though because I have living proof uh-huh. that world famous, super successful podcasts are allowed to drink while they record. <laughs> yep. Li- yep. And he knows proof? exactly what I'm talking about. You have living proof. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because like last night's episode of my brother my brother and me had justin cracking into a nice pepsi zero oh i want a pepsi and of course oh i know i had a coke with dinner and it was Mm. so satisfying um but like he like made the like it made the yeah nice happy can noise and then um griffin was like uh, made fun of him he went to this ridiculous banter thing because he's the one who has to edit but he still left it in there it was funny yeah so i don't get why we can't eat or drink on the podcast we can do whatever we want andy says no but i say yes i think we own the podcast right i mean no (laughs) no i think actually i think actually Soundbite owns our podcast. Yeah. No, they don't. You but we owe them a lot. Own and me. Don't try to change oh, quite me literally. in any way. I- I'm single. You don't own me. Shit. Don't tie me down because I'll never stay. Bum, 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 bum. You know, anytime you <laughs> talk about anxiety, I want to be like, you know that that's going to stay in there and like. At least 600 people are going to hear that. (laughs) Me singing You Don't Own Me? I'm channeling my inner Diane Keaton. I mean, I'm into it. Mm -hmm. Anyways. Anyways. So we're on our dot, dot, dot episode. Mm -hmm. Because I don't think this is really a part two. It's like a continuation. It's like last week, dot, dot, dot. Right. Now this week, you know? Yeah. Like we're on the dot, dot, dot part. Yeah, yeah. Talking about the um, episode... Of a, oh, oh, there's a face, doggy. Um. So, but anyway, before we get into that, <laughs> any pop culture kind of things, any news? You send me things. I know all day I, long on I, Instagram. I do, but I, sometimes I just send them to you because I think it's cool, and not it's not always for like podcasting reasons. I'm just like, oh, that's neat. Um. I actually, I actually assume like nine times out of ten, it's not for the podcast. I'm I just, just like, force that's you me. to talk about it on yeah. the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Except, like, I don't always remember what I send you. I know I sent you like the vegan makeup line with CoverGirl thing. 
um, which I didn't read the article. That is wild. I didn't read the article. I just saw the thing. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, that's cool. So I just sent it to you. I like, I kind of like that, Mm -hmm. actually. You're just like, well, this is really cool. Yeah. I'm glad you think that I'm cool. Yeah. Um, What else? I don't know. What else did I send you? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Probably a lot of shit. Um, Let me see. Let's go into the archives. I was going to say, let me um, consult my sources here. Let's see. Oh, the vanilla latte with soy milk is technically three bean soup. Oh, I sent that to you because I knew you'd think it was funny because you love soup. You love that everything is soup. Yeah, I mean, it's true, too. (laughs) It's, like, funny because it's true. Right. Oh, well, that earlier thing we could talk about on another episode, that's going to go down a rabbit hole. Oh, yeah, the other other thing. The really, like, stupid thing. Um, Yep. Yep. Okay. Anyway, so we'll just get into the dot 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 part. Um, uh. So, the episode of the podcast that we had to listen to was an interview on um, Abe Lincoln's top hat uh, with <laughs> Pete Paxton. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was our transition. If you have no idea why this is a dot 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 episode, please refer to last week's episode about doggies yeah just like do your homework and, guys well Listen mostly to michael vick episode. yeah well sometimes people jump around so like i mean you could listen to this individually but if you're wondering why we're saying it's a continuation go listen to last episode because we talk about michael vick being a dirtbag yes anyways um, so what did you think about pete what did you think about so the interview um it's funny to like put a like a person to like so the one documentary that they referenced because he's got the two hbo documentaries one about puppy mills and then one about factory farming i have flipped Mm -hmm. past that factory farming documentary so many times and i've never watched it because of its title i'm like i already know (laughs) i don't want to watch something called death on a factory farm like so i've never watched it now i'm a little bit more intrigued to watch it um, but I, I just never did because the title was so daunting. Um, so it was interesting to like put a person's name to something I already knew about. Like I, I knew about that documentary. So it was, I was like, oh, this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who this guy is. Um, but I was listening to it earlier and I was, t- I text sent Jordan a text and I was like, I know you don't listen to podcasts, but like you should listen to this because I didn't know a lot of this. Like it, it's one of those things again mm-hmm. where I'm like, oh yeah, I know about puppy mills and yeah, they're horrible. And I think I know everything that there is to know. But like immediately I was like, what? <laughs> like right out the gate, I was like, what goes on exactly? Like I didn't know a lot of the stuff that he talked about. And so it was an education even for me, somebody who feels that they're pretty educated. That was a very similar thing to how I felt because I was like, all right, I'll listen to it. It came at the recommendation of a somewhat trustworthy source. It was Andy. Um, But it's funny because one of the things that he talked about on the the episode was, and this is just because it's relevant to this moment, it's going to seem a little 
helter skelter all over the place, a little scattered, but um, was how adopt because purebred dogs can be a little weird, which I already knew. Right. Like everyone knows that like they yeah. tend to get sicker and like all this other stuff and they tend to be just have more problems. For sure. And like as I'm looking at the purebred dog who couldn't figure out how to open the door, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, granted, we did rescue him, right. <laughs> obviously, for everyone just to note. I have right. a, if you don't know this already, I have a greyhound that we rescued. Um, but he is obviously a purebred greyhound. And, like, he's very special needs. He, you know, like, literally could open the door. The cat could open the door. But he just nosed it and backed out for probably 20 minutes. And, and then finally came in. Finally made it. Um, earlier, he wanted to go out. And I was like, can you just wait, like, one minute while I wait for these cookies? And to get my attention, he started nosing through the trash. He probably <laughs> was looking for any remainder of the very burnt failure that was a gingerbread loaf that we made Aww. that we threw out in the trash that he ate all of last night. <laughs> yeah. Because this morning, we're like, why doesn't he want to finish his breakfast? This is weird. Hmm. There was a piece of trash on the ground, but doesn't look like there's anything out. Oh, it's because he ate it all. <laughs> I love it. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, yes, pure guys, I mean, get a greyhound. Please rescue greyhounds. They need happy new lives. Um, but uh, other than other than rescuing a greyhound or if somehow you find a purebred dog in a shelter, for the love of God, don't buy a purebred dog. Yeah, no, please. It's just the worst thing. So what, what, what was the most fascinating thing that you learned or most interesting or most surprising thing? That you just, didn't know about puppy mills. It just, I, I mean, I maybe it's not so much that I didn't know, but like to hear somebody talk about like witnessing when he talked about like the sick dogs and how the, you know, the person running the puppy mill or whatever and was like, just let it die. And then like the, and when the he, beagle. Yeah. And then he talks about how they like cut out their organs and sell them to schools and stuff. And I just was like, what the fuck is going on? It's like with the black market or some shit. I was like, Jesus Christ. Like it's, it, it goes all the way to the top, <laughs> you know, like there's all this other stuff that it's connected to. And I just was like, it also made me think a lot about the brave, brave souls who do this undercover work because I could honestly never do that. And like, I just don't like that. Mm -mm. That's a whole other conversation. But I just was like, how do you, how, 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 you know, how do you witness this? And how do you like hear gunshots in the distance? And how do you like sleep at night? I don't know. Like it just was a lot of awful stuff that again, I mean, I, I guess I like sort of did know, but like to hear it talked about firsthand, I was like, what the fuck? What do you talk? What? You know? Because you think, like, you just hear about, like, the poor conditions and, like, force, forcing the animals to reproduce and, and, you know, like, all of that. And and that's what you think you know about puppy mills. But, like, there's just so much more to it, I guess, much like anything else, I'm sure. But I concur wholeheartedly that I have no – it's so funny because originally – and it suggested we listen to the interview and then watch one of the documentaries. And I want to. I do because I liked the way that Pete talked about things. And so I think I'll enjoy the documentaries. But I 
it just the it was last week or whatever and i was like i can't do it like i want to watch a christmas movie or like i want to watch something funny or you know finish up how i met your mother because even though it's the garbage last season i have Mm -hmm. to finish it because i'm there like i i just i was like i know what i I know what the slaughterhouse is going to be like i know what the puppy mill you know the puppy episode is going to be like and i just can't do it right now and like for for him to go into those places and like he said like you know he had to eat meat he had to right. work at mcdonald's right right and and, and look at these puppies and leave them to die or i i don't know how anyone does that no me either like and not break like they should get some kind of career in acting as well because like Maybe for a hot, I could. I don't think I could ever eat meat and pretend to enjoy it, or even choke no, it down. Oh my god, I would get sick. <laughs> I like. How does he not get sick though? Really? Yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't know. It's it boggles my mind. And like, even let's say I could get past that. If someone said, "Well, leave the dog to die," I I, I don't think I could hold my face. Yeah, I, in fact, I, I know I can't. I I um. And that is a trait I feel like that is is not just like it's not just like a vegan who would feel that way or like an animal rights activist. Mm-hmm. Like I would I would think that any feeling human would be upset by the notion that you're leaving an animal to die. Like so I guess you know that's a whole other side of it is that the people in these industries are just like heartless, right? For lack of a better term, you know, like I I just don't it, it's really almost honestly almost like worse than the people who work in factory farms and who raise animals for food because at least they feel like they're doing a service like people need to eat or whatever this is like for pure purely financial and for like the most Mm -hmm. disgusting uh, it's awful like (laughs) it's just so awful so awful it's well it's one of those things that yeah like we said I mean, pro tip, guys, we're vegan. We don't want animals to die, like, for any reason. But I can see how someone could justify, I work on a farm because we need to eat meat, or I'm supporting this local farm, whatever bullshit you want to spin, fine. Mm -hmm. But the, the puppies, like, there's no reason, there's literally no reason other to do it than, than money. You can't justify it. Right. There's there's no even beginning to justifying it. There is the the organ the organ thing got me too. I it's and the fact that it's regulated by the USDA is it was also very surprising to me. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, B- because like well, and I say regulated with air quotes regulated. Right. right. <laughs> like. What the fuck is the USDA doing in something like puppies? And to think, was it was it about? No, it was. I can't remember exactly what they said when it was a court case. And he said, just remember, these aren't pets. They're they're a commodity or whatever it was. Livestock. Right. Was it about chickens? No puppies. Oh, yeah. No, it was about puppies. And that's what they said. Like, these are livestock. I'm sorry. I have questions. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because like they literally are being sold as pets 
Right. And they get like special laws made for them because they're pets. So you can't have it both ways. Right. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like you can't have a law protecting certain animals because they're pets. And then you can't also say, well, the law doesn't apply to them because they're livestock. What? (laughs) You know, does that line up? Right. Like, which one is it? Right. Yeah. And um, I I had a moment of like a, oh, I get that. Um, with when they talked about like the small town, like protecting like a farmer or someone oh, yeah. with dogs or whatever, because they, you know, it's such a small town that they want to keep it like away from the government and away from the police and things like that. So they like protect right. their own. And I'm like, oh, I get that because of the dog situation, you know, right around where I live and the, you know, animal control and cops have been called multiple times for it. And instead of doing anything about it, they call the person and say like, oh, pro tip, so-and-so called me. And it's supposed to be an anonymous thing. Right. Love that. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. And that's a really scary thing when there's you're supposed to be able to. Oh, you see animal abuse. You're supposed to be able to call and get that taken care of and be an anonymous thing. So there isn't any like, oh, you know, repercussions from from this. But no, there are situations in which there is nothing. There is no one to interfere. That's terrifying. Yeah, it is. Honestly. 100%. So. I don't I don't care very much for that. I I live that. <laughs> Not personally, but right right, but right around where yeah. I live, so. Mhm. Yeah. And it sucks. It's unfortunate. Um Yeah. So all of those things I thought were really interesting and I think though my favorite thing about the interview was how he said you're not a bad person for buying this dog i'm sure you love your puppy however i'm gonna tell you the truth like he wasn't like really shaming anyone because you know there are some people who aren't like in it like he is and they'd be like wow you're a dirtbag for buying a puppy sure you know like they would they'd be real rude real aggressive about and he was kind of like you had good intentions you wanted a puppy i'm sure you love your puppy you thought you were doing okay because it was a small town, a small breeder. Yeah. They only breed once you in a while. You went to their house. Uh, yeah. yeah. Right. Right. I'm sure you had good intentions, but let me let me lay it all out for you. And same thing with, like, when he talked a little bit about, you know, the slaughterhouses and stuff. They briefly touched on that part. And he was like, do you want to go, like, into the deep end like with the USDA and stuff, too? Like, he really was like, I can tell you the truth, and I'm sorry, this might be graphic, but I'm going to tell you. Right. So I thought I thought it was a straightforward, um, but educational and somewhat just respectful approach to yeah. telling people the truth. Yeah, that's totally fair. You know, because like mm-hmm. Ben is, I didn't know that, um, oh my God, Travis is a vegetarian. I had no idea oh, about really? that. I didn't know that either. Yep. Nope. Did not know that. Um, ben is a big old meat eater. 
and well you know. in the beginning he in the like very beginning there he was like talking about what a great interview it was he's like yeah i thought about stopping for a second but nah yeah. <laughs> i was like oh my god <laughs> yeah. okay cool yeah yeah he's not quite i mean you listened to last podcast yeah a little bit so he's not quite like henry who talks about eating like brains and stuff Ugh. like that but he yeah you know it's also i feel like a persona he like acts up of course but yeah. um yeah it's i thought it was nice of pete which you know some people would argue why do you have to be nice like you know we're on the good side of things they're on the bad side but i don't know i really liked how he was like i'm gonna tell you how it is sorry about it but it was kind of like that sorry not sorry gonna do right. it right right so i thought it was very very cool i want to get a hold of him and talk to him myself yeah honestly because i want to know how he functions <laughs> yeah <laughs> quite literally how do you how do you do this you yeah. know and how do you i would almost feel like how do you step outside of yourself and how do you keep that mentality where you can have a respectful conversation with someone who is on the other side because yeah if think about it if you were facing every day someone being like let this dog die they're sick or like ah, go shoot this cow in the head yeah how do you not become that angry bitter vegan or how do you like in all seriousness how do you it's got to happen to somebody somewhere where when you're exposed to to that mentality and that much negativity that you i would imagine that you would get so depressed and bummed out that you're like fuck it why do i even do this you know what i mean or like fuck it let the dog die do you know what i mean like how do you not right like like almost succumb to that mentality when you're that surrounded by it for such a long period of time it, it really, I don't know. Like, that, it's that's a lot of, I don't know, willpower. It's like a lot. I don't know. Yeah. A lot. A lot to just maintain your level-headed, yeah. normal, your normal outlooks for your, and, you know, your moral beliefs. And not right. just be like, you know what, fine. Like, to become numb to it. How do you not yeah. just become numb? Right. To protect yourself. I mean, how many times I know personally, that's what I do. If something is like hurting me or I'm sad or upset about something, I like turn it off. Sure. Like light switch. I was just going to say that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Quite literally, though, you just turn it off. Yeah. And like, how do you not do that? Yeah. And like, let it leak over to every day. I don't know. I have not uh, completely mastered that skill. Um, so <laughs> there's a reason that I don't do those kinds of things. Yeah. No, same. I, you know, as much as my dog might eat gingerbread out of my trash can, you know, right. he still gets his extra special treats because I spoil him, which is probably why he feels like he can eat gingerbread out of the trash can. But it's, that's a whole nother thing. <laughs> Absolutely. And, it's fine. Absolutely. You know, you'll love your cat even if she brings you the tail I end of a mouse. I'm so concerned for her whereabouts right now. <laughs> You're going to oh. just peek in somewhere and it's going to be a set of eyes because she's, for those who don't know, she's a black cat. Yeah, and so I, you're just going to see these like know. glowing eyes. Yeah. 
I keep like listening mm-hmm. for her to be meowing because I'm also worried she's gonna like get stuck somewhere. Anyway. Anyway. Animals. What else? Know? Anything to note? Um, Andy, anything that you wanted to chime in at all note wise? I wanted to ask you because I know the episode spoke to you about from the podcast. Are you good? Any notes? Anything? Andy's completely silent this episode. Typical I know. Andy. So I will speak as his wife. I will speak for Ooh! him. Yikes. That's right. I'm actually not his wife because I was baking before and so my wedding rings are downstairs. Oh. All the single ladies. All the single ladies. <laughs> yeah. Are you doing the moves? I am. Same as on the bike this morning. That was yeah. this morning, right? All my swing buses run together yeah. sometimes. Yes, okay. it was this morning. Great. Um, but anyways, Andy has m- mouth motioned without words at all. Mouth motioned. Um, th- <laughs> yeah, like that. He's doing it to you right now. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Ew. Anyways, um... <laughs> That he did know that, and I think it's it's kind of along the same lines. I was saying that Pete seemed to be a very level-headed, let's educate, get the point across, but not be an asshole about it. Um, right. Vegan is that he's also our type of vegan in the way of like just do better. Yeah, like you don't have to go vegan overnight, but like do it quickly, but but do it actively and do it. Just do it. Just try. Yeah. <laughs> that effort matters. Um, and I, I did laugh when he said, what was it, chips and something else that he used to eat in the middle of nowhere? I can't remember what the other thing. He said he would only be able to eat chips and something else. And I was like, yeah, I get that. There's still some places that it's like. I'm not well, even mad about I'm that, though. Chips. Like, I, I know. Eat, I mean, I like kind of had chips for dinner today and I'm like in my own house. So, <laughs> you know, I'm, that's, I'm not even mad about that. I can't stop Some eating people those live... disgusting chips. Uh, oh, yeah. You can talk about those in a second. Um, but anyways, he said impossible burger. How many impossible Whoppers he ate? Which how many have you eaten in a day? More than one? You've eaten more no. than one in a day. I've, I've no? never had more than one in a day. No. Oh, Okay. Mm-hmm. I have done both the Beyond Sausage Sandwich and an Impossible Whopper in one day, though. Ah, okay. Mm -hmm. So a different kind of trash panda. Yes, yes. A different kind of garbage, but still. (laughs) I mean, let's be honest. It's all good. (laughs) That's what he said. Like, we should feel, he kind of said it, we should feel lucky. Like, Yeah, I'm psyched on it. That we can live in a world where when we're traveling, you know, the we can go to Burger King. We can use the vegan veto, as he said, mm-hmm. which I thought was very clever and so fucking true. Like, I it's wild to me. I didn't even think of this. Like that we always say support places like Duncan support Burger King anywhere that's trying. Yeah, they still sell meat. Yes, they still sell eggs. Yes, that sucks. Yes, I wish that would change. However, those places are smart, and I'm not going to mm-hmm. fault them and be like, well, they're doing it for monetary reasons. It's like, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. They're doing it. And if they see that their numbers rise because of the vegan veto, which, by the way, folks, if you don't know the vegan veto, it's when you're with a group of friends 
and you're the vegan and they're like, let's go to McDonald's. And you go, oh, I can't eat there, but let's go to Burger King because we can all eat there. That's the vegan veto. (laughs) And it works and everyone's happy about it. And Burger King makes money. And then they sell Impossible Whoppers and maybe your friends will buy them too. I know usually when our friends are with us, they'll try the Impossible Whopper. It's so So good. (laughs) It's so, I mean. Like, there's no reason to not, to, like, be mad about it. It's not, like, a Morningstar, like, piece of shit made out of corn. Sorry, Morningstar. But you know what I mean? Like, it's it's, it's not, like, a stupid thing that, it, sorry, anyway. <laughs> no. No, no. It's that's so fine. delicious. It's a safe space. No, it's so good. I can't wait till they come out with the other things. I know. But I just thought he was our type of vegan. I thought he was super cool. And it says a lot about him as a human being that he can be, like, our type of vegan and, like, more chill about it, even though he sees some horrible things. I think that's a really – it's a really admirable thing. I think he's a really cool person. Yes, I agree. So I want to read his book. That I think I could do. Yeah. It's just, again, like, I mean, I don't know. Like, the name of your documentary is Death at a Slaughterhouse. Like, I – or Death on a Factory Farm or whatever. I just, like, I know what I'm getting myself into. And I'm just like, I don't know if I can watch that, you know? (laughs) Like, there's no – there's no surprise. I know what's going to (laughs) happen. So just, I mean, maybe I could handle reading a book a little bit better. That's what I'm thinking. Because then I feel like it's – I don't know. Words don't bother me as much as the visual. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I do remember, though, when I read uh, Melanie Joy's book that I had a really hard time with, like, the factory farming parts. So I don't know. But that was also kind of at the beginning of my journey. I'm a little less naive now. So I don't know. (laughs) We've seen some shit. I've seen some shit. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway, I don't know. Maybe we can get him on on the podcast. We could try. Let's try. Let's do it. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah, let's do it. If anybody knows, Pete Paxton. Hey, Pete. Hook us up. up. So uh, that's, I think, the kind of wrap up of the review. Can we post a link to that episode of the podcast? I don't know. If not, go over to Abe, Abe Lincoln's top hat. Find the episode. Pete Paxton. Go listen to it. You're welcome, Ben, for the shout out. I don't know. I don't know how we could possibly ever do a crossover with Abe Lincoln or last podcast. But if somehow we could make that happen. That we would we would arrive. That would be it. We would also, though, need Andy. Andy would need to be on that episode because I don't think that we could keep up with the three of them if it was last podcast. Yeah, you're probably right. I think I'd get annoyed real quick. Sorry, guys. There are a lot. That's, But that's why we get Andy because Andy would like, well, Andy would be Henry because Andy is the Henry, if we're being honest. I feel like that makes me the Ben and you the Marcus. Am I the Marcus? I'm the Marcus. Cat's the Ben. She has like the big, big dick. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. She wears the pants. It's fine. <laughs> I'm comfortable with that. Anyways, so. Anyways. 
food corner. Uh, tell me about the gross chips that you were eating. They're so disgusting. They're horseradish and chive seasoned chips from Trader Joe's, and they're so disgusting, but I cannot stop eating them. It's like eating crunchy so- horseradish. <laughs> Andy's like, I want that. They're so gross, but I can't stop eating them. It's like, you know what I mean, I, though, when something is like really not you're like, I don't like this, but you can't stop eating it. <laughs> yes, You know that? Yeah. At least I mean, I'm trying to think of something that's like that. I definitely know that I've had things that I'm like, I don't think I like this necessarily, but it's the- also, though, to be fair, you especially, but you and I both have a weakness for chips. I love a good chip. And they're the kind with ridges. They're so good. See, that's why I think they'd be good for dip. Yeah, you're right. You're totally right. They'd be really good in like an onion dip or even just like dipping them in like a cream cheese or not a cream cheese, like a sour cream. Like they'd just be so good. We should try that. Maybe for New Year's. Oh, yeah. Because I made I had a bagel with cream cheese earlier and I was eating them alongside it and it was like. It was pretty good. Like, the cream cheese, like, calmed them down. I'm sorry. Yeah. You were eating a bagel and cream cheese <laughs> with a side of potato chip? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's weird about that? Well, while you were in your own house where you probably have options that aren't yeah. a little, like... I'm mm. lazy. Okay. And I just got home from getting my hairs did, and I just wanted a quick bagel, and I wanted to eat some chips. Okay. <laughs> that's fine yeah. that's cool that's yeah, great I think like what's interesting snack. the most interesting thing about that is that you wanted some chips that you technically yeah. don't even really like no they're disgusting <laughs> but I like my mouth is watering I want to go eat them right now are you okay <laughs> I don't know I, I don't know <laughs> we should talk about something that we did like um which we didn't mention last week. Um, the frittata. Frittata? Quiche. What was it? Oh, frittata. I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. The frittata from, um, I don't know how you say that. <laughs> <laughs> you have to say it. You took me there. You have to say Le it. Lepain. Q. I don't know. How do you say it? I'll, I'll look it up. <laughs> Can you they ask? know what ask, I mean. Ask Google to pronounce it. But then okay. play it into the into the microphone so we can figure out what the hell it means. Like, okay, how on. do you say it? That place. <laughs> do you get it? I didn't. I didn't know. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, because I have headphones in. Wait, hold on. <laughs> I'm so stupid. Hold on. Okay, here we go. Wait, no, that's not right. <laughs> All time. Did you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Uh, so, well, you can you can say it now because you heard Google say it. So, I still don't know. Le le pa. Quotidien. <laughs> is that right? I don't know. Le Pain. Okay. <laughs> sure. I'm from America. 
But their <laughs> just fine. egg frittata was great. <laughs> I. It was great, but it was scary. Yeah. It was like I was telling Andy, it was very, very good. I I used to like eggs, but I would rarely eat like scrambled eggs or anything like that. It was more like the frittata, more of those specialty kind of things, quiche yeah. and stuff that I would like. And I haven't had it in a long time. I've had like some tofu quiches and stuff like that, but I haven't had the just egg at all. And it was what I remember frittata being like. It was eggy and I mean like I said I checked for the vegetables that were listed in the just egg frittata because it was the only one that had the caramelized onions and the squash in there because I was convinced that we somehow got the wrong thing yeah I know me too it was it was delicious though oh my god it was so good and I liked the baguette. And oddly mm. enough, I liked the little salad on the side. And it was like salad for breakfast. I'm like, yeah, man. It was, I don't know, just a nice little cleanser. Nommed on it while I was eating my creepy egg. <laughs> like <laughs> Your creepy egg. Yeah. It was really good. It's like the first time, like we said, that I had, both of us, the first time we had Beyond Burgers. Like, I don't even know if I could finish mine. Yeah. So that's how you know that they're doing good shit. Mm, I'd like one right now, both a frittata and a Beyond Burger. Oh, see, you could have your mom make you one. She did make brownies, and they're really good. Oh, wow. So Maureen's eating the fruits of our labor of the cookies, but I don't get any brownies? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I do drive by your house. I will drive by it tomorrow. I can just stop in for a brownie. You could knock on the door and be like hello i'm here for my brownie (laughs) she would silently just shut the door in my face and get out (laughs) she'd probably be like oh yeah come on in it's right here would you like some almond milk with that too (laughs) oh that sounds so good right (laughs) that would be like ideal actually i think that's what i'll do when we're done here Mm. i may also except i'm a weirdo and Andy is too. Um, we don't drink milk with our cookies. We do orange juice. That's really weird. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Bridget was going to throw us out of our house the one time that like, we did that. Like, we don't dunk them. I don't, I've, n- I I've never say, even. No. I don't even understand. When, nope. Nope. Even when I, like, drank dairy milk and had, um, you know traditional cookies I would not dunk I was never a dunker I don't like them to get like like squishy it's like like my cereal I don't like I don't let my cereal get too squishy it's just no and so I don't know why I started adopting this but um I don't know Andy and I drink orange juice with our cookies we don't dunk it but like I I specifically I've been Andy made chocolate chip cookies and I've been making Christmas cookies and I went out and bought orange juice yesterday. And I told Andy, I was like, look what I got so we can eat cookies normally. And we were very excited. Yeah. I don't know. Chocolate Guys, and orange goes well together. To it just occurred to me. I don't think I ever turned on the heater. I just plugged it in. Because I'm like, I'm so cold. And I don't think the heater's on. Well, on that note, <laughs> thanks for listening, folks. 
<laughs> Until next time, you've been listening to Danny and Cat and and Cat um, on the V Spot podcast. Mm-hmm. Please go listen to our old episodes on the V Spot.fm. And head over to soundbite.fm and listen to all the other fabulous podcasts. Shout out to Soundbite. Thanks for the cookies. Yes, thank you. Bomb.com. Those were also fucking, what a, fucking delicious. What a nice surprise. So good. Yep. Cookie mail. Every mail should be cookie mm-hmm. mail. Uh, yeah. And I think that's it. And if you want to support us with a dollar or five or ten... Or a hundred billion. hundred billion. And you can go to our Patreon. That'd be great. Yeah. And that's, that's it. she wrote. Until next time. Till then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.